Morning Show. The science of... When else you buy a second-hand car? When last uh, did you buy a brand new car and wish you'd bought a second-hand car? We see new car sales coming under pressure, and that's going to be a pain for the likes of West Bank, but they finance second-hand cars as well. What's interesting is in tough economic times, one does see a jump in the sale and the purchase of second-hand cars as people trade across rather than up. Uh, George Minnie is the chief executive of Auto Trader. You're a magazine, right? Um, we used to be, Bruce. Oh, you're not a magazine at all anymore? Um, we're, we're, we, we still have the magazine, okay. so down from about 35,000 magazine sales in its heyday in around 2008, we're down to about seven or 8,000 magazines a week now. That's so interesting because we had uh, a lady from PwC earlier on, on the show this evening talk about the, their media report, Vicky Myberg, who's the head of entertainment and media at PwC, telling us that newspaper sales in South Africa, driven by strong stories like Oscar and the death of Nelson Mandela, saw growth, revenue growth last year of something like 6%. So newspapers we thought were dying, um, in fact, are seeing growth. You have seen the sales of Autotrader, the magazine, the physical print copy, plummet from 35 to 7,000 in a relatively short space of time. What's the, the dynamic at play there? Well, it's the, it's the consumer. Um, uh, it all it all starts with the consumer and where they want to search for their cars and, um, and how they perceive uh, um, the ability to get um, – uh, across multiple markets. And uh, with the magazine, we could only publish it around 8,000, 8,500 cars, whereas online now we have uh, almost 50,000 cars listed. So the consumer sees choice in those listings and sees it across the private market and the and the dealer market and uh, and can do his search for his car at his desk. Um, and there, it does also, I suppose, it's a far more user-friendly module as well because within the um, the small print of the magazine, Autotrader was a very dense publication, but uh, followers of Autotrader loved it. Uh, could go in and find the book values and find the values of the cars and do their shopping uh, by going through the Autotrader magazine. By going online, um, you get multiple photographs. You get multiple ideas. You can then do multiple comparisons of the same model of car, same you know, different colors, different specs, um, and get a far better idea of what is available in the car universe, I suspect. Absolutely. The, 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 the power is shifting to the consumer from uh, um from the seller to to the buyer, because when a when a consumer can search across that amount of data, he suddenly walks into the seller with a lot more knowledge than he did before. Whereas wading through the magazine of six hundred pages takes a long time, and uh, and his search is prolonged. Um, okay, so I want to sell a second hand car. Um, I go to Auto Trader and I pay you for space. Do I? I I, I get to put my car on your platform. Um, you don't check my car. You take no responsibility for the car. I say it's done ten thousand. In fact, it's done a hundred thousand. I've just worked out a way of jimmying the um, uh, the the odometer. Um, you t- you you're simply the vehicle for the distribution of information. Well, we're simply the vehicle to bring the buyer and seller together. And that's why we, uh, uh, particularly on the private side, um, drive the um, consumer to want to um, check the car out, check that it's got its paperwork, make sure that they're in a safe location when they view the car, make sure that they're happy before they actually buy that car because it's important that the consumer beware. How vibrant is the second-hand or the pre-loved or the used car market? What term do you prefer? 
I, I like the word vibrant. I, I think I think that's a good term. Um, uh, in my world, it's extremely vibrant. Um, we we get about 1.7 to 1.8 million unique visitors to our site a month. So that's individuals who come to your site. Absolute individuals that come to our site and they perform roughly 17 million searches and open up about 50 million pages on our site every month. And how many vehicles are sold through that process? Um, that's very difficult to say because we would have to be in the dealer's market in order to, in order to establish. But you've got a pretty uh, good idea. I mean, if I put a car up for sale this week and I will take the advert down next week, chances are I've probably sold it. Yeah, um, we've got statistics on the private side. So yeah. uh, we list about 1,500 private vehicles on, on, on a regular basis. And uh, those vehicles, about 40% of them sell within two weeks of listing if they're priced right and uh, if they're a good clean, clean car. Uh, who determines price when it comes to this? The seller? The seller, yeah. We, uh, we, have, a, we have a tool on our site that, uh, um, that gives the seller guidance. Um, and the seller obviously searches, as you mentioned before, searches across the multi- multitude of data to try and get to the, the price of the car. Um, but we try not to uh, tell the seller what to sell the car for. Uh, you try not to what do you mean by try not? You don't well, or you try not? We don't. Okay. But the site does give some guidance. <laughs> <laughs> and so you become, I suppose it becomes quite a, a great aggregator of information because suddenly I can see that a 2006 model Toyota was the Yaris around then. Let's say 2012 Toyota Yaris, and it's become a bit more contemporary. A 2012 Toyota Yaris 1.6 goes for X amount, um, and suddenly there's one going for 10,000 Rand more or 20,000 Rand more. You get an idea of who's taking the mickey and who's not. Um, yeah, I, 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 I think those days are, uh, are, are fast um, going to be over because uh, the seller of the car has to price their car in the right place in order to sell it. Mm. And if you get a car that's uh, marked at 10,000 Rand more than uh, the average price on our site, you've got to ask yourself why. And perhaps that car has more bells and whistles, has, uh, has some, some extras that come with it or, or some sort of value that you see. And uh, um, it doesn't mean it's not worth 10,000 Rand more. Uh, no, absolutely not. So when it comes, I mean, I'm looking at your site right now. It's busy. There's lots of um, there's lots of information. The search seems to be fairly simple. One puts in, I don't know, I've clicked on a button here that says convertible. I click go and it tells me there are 830 cars available. Now, this is a nationwide search and it goes across multiple brands, I take it. Yes, it does. There's it, a, it's, it's a national search. Oh, there's a Bentley with 8,000 Ks on the clock. Um, price on application. <laughs> well, I'm sure the Bentley's uh, the Bentley's price is, is pretty high. So, but it's interesting that I mean, and this is being sold now through a trade seller. <clears throat> so the dealers use Auto Trader as well as a mechanism for distributing information as to what they've got on their showroom floors. It means you're not having to go from dealership to dealership to dealership. You can actually um, sort of filter out the the, the, the the walking process from dealerships um, by simply going online here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you, you, you touch on an interesting point, and, uh, and we're, we're busy doing some research to try and get this statistic. But uh, uh, car shoppers do about 29 hours worth of car shopping in the cycle of uh, need arousal to actually buying the car. And, uh, need arousal. Where does that come from? Uh, no, Probably it's, my it's marketing nice, manager. It's a nice term. No, need arousal. I like need arousal. Um, it has all sorts of online connotations. But anyway, carry on. Sorry. Uh, uh, to, uh, from need arousal to uh, uh, to actually buying the car. And in those 29 hours, um, uh, US statistic is that uh, uh, five years ago, um, consumers used to visit five dealers going from showroom to showroom, just pretty much the same way you buy a house going to show house from show yeah, house yeah. to show house on a Sunday. Um, that has dropped to 1.3 as a result of the internet. 
1.3 dealers. Before a consumer buys a car, they, they will visit 1.3 dealers. Now, how do the dealers respond to this? Because, I mean, that's possibly useful for the dealers because they're not dealing with a thousand queries um, and a thousand chances coming in to look for a deal. The Internet is filtering out for the dealers. It's, it's lowering traffic on the, dealer, on the deal room floor. So you need fewer salesmen on the floor, perhaps, to, to deal with the queries that do come through the door. And when those queries come, they're probably more serious. They're absolutely more serious. I'm not sure that the dealer needs less resource on his floor because uh, the consumer is still ending up uh, uh, buying the same amount of cars uh, um, as the ebbs and flows of new car to used car uh, carry on in the marketplace. But but the point is is that uh, uh, the consumer has moved to doing all of the search on, on his desktop and the, con- and the dealer has to take more telephone calls, deal with more emails, um, and then deal with the walk-ins that, uh, uh, that the consumer – comes through showroom floor. The science of the second-hand car deal and how it's morphed and how it's metamorphosized and changed over the last even five years. In 2008, 35,000 copies of Autotrader were being sold on a monthly basis. They're down to... 7,000 copies a week. 7,000 copies a week, I beg your pardon. So it's still pretty high volumes coming through. But what is interesting is that the traffic on the websites is changing. You get a lot more variety online. It becomes a very useful platform to doing your research. What has your experience been when it comes to dealing uh, online, buying cars online, or certainly looking uh, through uh, to try and do your second-hand car shopping online? Does it work for you? What is the best way of operating? And have you been ripped off, perhaps? Have you found, uh, are you one of those unfortunate people who unwittingly has bought the, a stolen car um, because somebody advertised it online, you didn't do your checks properly, you didn't go through the dealer networks? What about stolen cars? That's what we talk about this evening, the science of the second-hand car deal. George Minnie is the chief executive of Auto Trader, uh, a publication that has been in South Africa for how many years, George? 22. 22, and you haven't been editor all that, you haven't been chief executive all that time. No, I've been with the business uh, since 2004, so uh, uh, the, the, the business continued long before me and uh, will continue long after me. Who owns the business? Um, well, uh, it was owned by the UK Auto Trader yeah. um, uh, until uh, about a year and a half ago when um, uh, myself, my management team, and uh, some private equity investors uh, invested in the business. Okay, very good. So uh, it's, an, it's a privately held business. George Minnie is the chief executive. Mini, not Mini. Um, so it's got nothing to do with motor cars. Um, what happens with stolen cars? Because I'm assuming you'd be a little bit like casinos might be a useful conduit for laundered money. A site like Auto Trader, a pretty useful conduit for getting rid of a, a stolen car. Absolutely, Bruce. We've had this uh, uh, this dilemma for years. In uh, in that uh, people try, and uh, and they will continue to try. And um, we we hope we close all the loopholes by uh, um, employing resource within the company to scrutinise every single ad that uh, that goes on to onto our platforms. Do how who makes the purchasing decision in a family? If it was up to my kids, um, we'd be homeless and we would have a sports car. Okay, <laughs> and they'd happily sleep in the sports car because that's what they would buy. But who makes the, the car purchasing decision in a family? I have no statistics to back it up, but I would I would think the uh, the the husband does. Uh, the, the husband does. Oh, she's going to be in so much trouble for that. Um, <laughs> somebody claims on my SMS line this evening that seventy percent of purchase decisions are made by women. It, 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 they've got a big influence, so uh, so 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 I would I would I would kind of be um, uh, be skewed to believe that. Um, but at the end of the day, who makes the last decision? The person with the money. Uh, do you have a, a breakdown, a gender breakdown, as to who your shoppers are? Uh, 
Uh, we do, and uh, um, it's mostly male um, uh, between the ages of 35 to 45. So it's people with disposable income. They're coming in. They're buying cars. Do people trade cars? Is there an active – do people sort of go and buy a car, take it for a ride for six months, pop it back on the side, buy something new? Is there an active trade in, 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 in second-hand cars? Uh, yes, there is. Um, you know, we've got uh, we've got we've got customers that uh, advertise on our site right the way from the big dealerships um, and our big customers right the way down to uh, the guy that uh, trades one, two, three cars. And um, um, I'm assuming he drives uh, uh, one of them around and trades it uh, um, in the market. Um, what's happening then? The dynamic in the second-hand car market because we're seeing new car sales come under a huge amount of pressure. What's happening to the dynamics of the second-hand car trade? Um, the second-hand car trade is uh, – uh, it's uh, the consumers are swinging towards the second-hand car trade, and it's because uh, mainly of the, the price increases of, of new cars. Uh, prices of new cars are becoming uh, uh, unaffordable in certain instances, and um, those uh, uh, those that can afford a better-specced second-hand car will go for a better-specced second-hand car, and the proof is in the data. We're, you know, the, the, the country is trading about 1.4 used cars to one new car sold. Okay, so that's the, the that's the sort of dynamic. And um, the average age of car that is sold through an auto trader, what do you do? You put limits on it. Uh, how no. do you how do you sort of vet the process of second hand cars in an in a country where many of the cars on our, our roads are not that safe? I'm going to be I'm going to be diplomatic about it. <laughs> well, I, I I would think the the, the reason that uh, the dealer market. Um, uh, has the market um, because we've only got about 1,500 private vehicles on our site and uh, the rest of them are all dealer dealer cars. And uh, the reliance on the dealer market to to perform that function exists in South Africa because of exactly what you're saying. I mean, and what, 80% of the cars sold through Autotrader are through the dealer networks, r- roughly? Yeah, no, no, more than that, about 90%. Um, 90, 90% are, are through the dealer networks. What does it do to the cost then of the second-hand car market? Because um, there's a book value on cars, and if you took your the car with a book value of 100,000 rand into a dealer, they might give you 90, 95 if you're lucky. How much would a dealer give you on a 100,000 rand car so that they can make their profit margin? Um, well, their profit margins vary. So in, in our data, in our experience, um, uh, cars sell for different uh, prices across the country because uh, you know, we look at this data all the time. And uh, um, in, a, um, in, a, in a region like Cape Town, cars are slightly more, more expensive. Why? Whether, They're rusty, aren't they? <laughs> oh, whether whether, whether because of lower mileage or uh, yeah. just the, the, the cost of transport um, and uh, Cape Town's far away from everything else. But uh, uh, we, we find different prices in different regions. As so the same car model will go second hand more cheaply in say Joburg than it will in Cape Town or more cheaply average, in Durban? On average. So it's it's better for you to buy a second hand car in Joburg than it is to buy one in Cape Town or in Durban. Yes, but if you stay in Cape Town you've got to transport the car down, which costs uh, yeah, a bit. Two you, or three thousand Rand. Yeah. But I mean are, are the gaps that significant? No, the gaps aren't that significant. So uh, uh, it is marginal, and uh, um, but there are there are nuances between the different regions, mm. and uh, uh, and we see that we see that in the in the dealer listings. Okay, so the dynamics in the market. Then we're likely to see a growth in the second-hand car trade. We've seen this movie before, Bruce. So uh, back, if you remember, in uh, in about two thousand eight, um, uh, when uh, when the world came under pressure, we saw a swing to second-hand cars, and uh, and it is that and swing happening again. It is. Um, and how effective a barometer then are car sales of what is going on in the real economy? 
Um, you got to, I think you've got to look at it this way. A, a, a car, whether, whether new or whether secondhand, is, is probably the second biggest purchase in a, in a family. Um, so I, I would say that it has a strong influence as a barometer on, on the economy. Okay, a strong influence as a barometer. The need arousal, once the need arousal is roused, uh, the, the, the purchase process, how long is it taking on average for me uh, to do my 29 hours of research? What's the fastest commitments that you, you've seen? Do people buy spontaneously? Is there a real shopping around? Um, there is a real shopping around. Um, I, d- I don't have the exact statistics, but uh, uh, about half of, uh, half of the time, half of those 29 hours are spent online. It's an extraordinary amount of time. I mean, I suppose it's a big financial commitment, isn't it? It's an absolutely big financial commitment. And uh, if you speak to m- uh, uh, most of the banks, or all of the banks, uh, they'll tell you that the, the majority of consumers finance their cars right the way to the maximum period possible. So it, it gives you an indication of the kind of uh, pressure the consumers are under. Or just how ambitious they are. People will buy up as far yeah. as they possibly can. They'll say, so the bank says I can have 5,000 rand a month over 60 months to buy a car. I'm going to spend all of it rather than being sensible and saying, oh, I'll take two and a half, thank you, and, yeah. and invest the other two and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Or buy it over a shorter period of time, for example. Um, are, are South Africans car mad? I th- think there are segments that are. I, 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 I'm not in that field, so I, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, do you watch Top Gear? Yeah, I do. Okay, so you're car mad. <laughs> uh, but it's not really a show about cars, is it? No, uh, it's about blokes having a good time and getting thrown out of Argentina. Apparently, the largest <laughs> scandal, the, la- the latest scandal to hit Top Gear. Uh, when we look at the stats and we look at the the biggest selling cars online, which is likely to be the biggest mover uh, through the auto trader network? Is it the Golfs? Is it the Toyotas? Is it is it the the big the big name brands? Well, uh, consistently, uh, uh, BMW, VW, and Toyota uh, are in the top three searches on our site. Top three searches, and in terms of sales, um, well, there you've got to you've got to take you've got to glean that from the new car market, yeah. which uh, uh, which is slightly different. So um, uh, we, you know, I I can't talk for uh, um, for the new car market. I can talk for our stats, and uh, um, I'm pretty sure that uh, that BMW holds holds up on the on the new side too. There we go. It's an interesting story, George Minnie. Thank you. The science of the secondhand car deal. He's the chief executive of Auto Trader. The publication's still in paper, but very much online.